Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to our Twitter Spaces today. I'm your host, Vivi Lin, a Web3 advocate and also partner for Octopus Network. Uh, for, for those who, who don't know um, about Octopus Network, this is a Web3 infrastructure to empower real applications and use cases based on the NEO protocol. And we have a very interesting topic for you today. You probably heard um, that Vietnam is one of the world's fastest growing economies. So when the whole world is in recession, Vietnam's GDP is expected to grow at 7.5% this year. Amazing, isn't it? And do you know that Web3 and crypto are also booming in the country? So let me just share some of the statistics with you um, so you know what I mean. While the U.S. has the highest number of crypto owners, Vietnam actually has the highest percentage of crypto ownership. Let's put it this way. One in five people of its populations owns crypto. And so while the number in the U.S. is about 13%, but the percentage for Vietnam is over 20%. So you can see how amazing the adoption is happening in Vietnam. And so Vietnam is ranked by industry analysts as the highest ranking country for crypto adoption. So you might be wondering, as I am, what are the reasons behind this boom? And what are the opportunities and challenges there? And also, most importantly, how do we, like normal people from the world, from the global community, benefit from this trend? So helping us to shed light on these questions are one of the most knowledgeable investors and entrepreneurs who are either from Vietnam or have been working very closely on the front light there. So let's welcome them. Let me introduce um, them to you all one by one. We have Dr. Dean. Uh, also, we can call him, him Will. Um, he's the CTO of GF's Ventures. And well, um, Dr. Dean wears actually many hats. And he's also the founder of Vietnam Blockchain Innovation Development and Tech Forum, which is the largest blockchain developer forum in Vietnam, with over 37,000 members, and also the founder of VBI Academy. Um, this is an institute specialized in blockchain research and blockchain academy. So now um, I'll let uh, Dr. Dean to tell us more about yourself and also GFS Ventures. Welcome, Dr. Dean. Uh, yes, uh, thank you very much. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Ian Dean. Uh, I'm currently the CTO of uh, GFS Venture. Uh, so at GFS Venture, we are uh, a global uh, venture uh, who is one, so one of the early backers of the NEO protocol. And we currently supported many uh, um, NEO, pro NEO protocol ecosystem project. And uh, at uh, GFS Venture, we have, we uh, our uh, vision is that uh, education is one of the most important factors. So we invest a lot uh, in uh, education and uh, doing research about uh, the technology. So we currently uh, have a many programs with the university and uh, with the Ministry of Vietnam Ministry of the uh, Science and Technology uh, to make the blockchain education into uh, for for mass adoption. So to uh, improve the knowledge of everyone, especially the the blockchain uh, developers, so that we can make the uh, blockchain technology and the crypto market in Vietnam more positively. Uh, contribute to work to bring the uh, crypto market uh, in a positive way. Uh, so 
uh, it's nice to be here today uh, to share with you uh, about the Vietnam blockchain and Vietnam crypto market. Thank you. Thank you, Dean. That's great. Um, we definitely have a lot, um, a lot, a lot of questions for you because we know that GFS Ventures is also one of the most um, active and um, and largest crypto funds in Vietnam. So definitely, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to you more later. And okay, we also have very active entrepreneurs from the region. Um, now let's welcome Hannah, um, head of partnership from Horizon Land. Horizon Land is a play to earn multi e-sport um, metaverse ecosystem. Hi, Hannah. Would you like to introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit more about Horizon Land? Oh, thanks, uh, Vivi. And hello, everyone. Um, uh, this is Hannah, and currently I'm the head of partnership in Horizon Land. Uh, and about Horizon Land, we are uh, uh, open. Uh, uh, Open platform combining multiple esports game in one, only one metaverse, and yeah, this is my pleasure to representative uh, of the team to join and share my opinion about the uh, Web three in Vietnam, about the opportunity and challenges as well. Thanks again for having us. Thank you, Hannah. That's great. And actually, we have a lot of game find project um, in the in, in 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 the panel today and and just we can see that how really game find and uh, and web3 are booming in in Vietnam and we also have um, dr. Juan Dan um, from Oten network Oten network is also an application specific blockchain for game find and social find hi Han would you like to uh, introduce yourself and your project to us Yep. Um, thank you, Vivian. and uh, hello, everyone. So basically, I'm a uh, research uh, researcher by training. Um, uh, I work have I have been working a lot on scaling the blockchains. So with uh, Octane Network, we focus on uh, application specific blockchain and try to build a consensus protocol that allow the chain to scale up. Uh, so that it can support the transaction load, the throughput, the latency, wherever the application required. And then we are targeting social file application as well as game file application. Uh, so that's about Octane Network. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Han. Um, okay. And next, we also have Tan Chu, co-founder from Ugain. Yugi is a very interesting app. It's a Web3 app for yogis. And Tan, would you like to introduce yourself and, and tell us uh, a little bit more about uh, Yogi? Uh, thank you. Thank you, Vivi. Hi, everyone. I am Tung Chu from the Yogi Project. And um, we are focusing on the Web3 mobile fitness app that provides the user with um, uh, on the, the use of uh, pole estimation technique to, to detect and uh, uh, support the user in practicing yoga and also in other fitness activity. And we would like to import, implement more game fiber uh, element into our project to boost and to, 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 to I mean, to, uh, to have the people to become more, more on the having a, a better uh, a, a better lifestyle and uh, thank you for inviting me to the, the, the event today I uh, hope to say share and to learn from all of you guys thank you very much Tang I think um, 
I think your your app is very very interesting. We probably would like to uh, learn more about how do you combine the yogi communities with gamefi, um, and also we have Peter uh, from Gable App Chain. Gable App Chain is also a fully decentralized gaming hub. Hi Peter, would you like to tell us a little bit more about yourself and um, and Gable? Hi Vivi. Uh, hi everyone. Thank you very much for hosting the show. Uh, it's really great to be here. My name is Peter. I'm currently the marketing lead of Gabo App Chain, which, as Vivi said, is a um, gaming hub, a fully decentralized gaming hub that aims to bridge the gap between Web two and Web three games. So with Gabo, players are able to truly play, own, and earn. They can access to multiple games from different gens uh, in the space uh, on on the blockchain and. With the Gabble app chain, it also offers the players with many products and services that any traditional players need when they play the game, like uh, buy, sell NFTs, uh, trade tokens, or buy in-game items, and things like that. So thank you very much for having me today, and to you, Vivi. Thank you, thank you, Peter. Um, okay, so as we know that Autobus Network has been working very closely with the Vietnamese Web3 communities from incubating projects to developer training programs, etc. So we also invited two members from the Autopus team to shed light on um, what they're doing and also things that they see on, um, on, the, on the front line. So we have Joe. Joe is also from Vietnam, but he's actually in, uh, in Europe right now. And uh, Joe, would you like to tell us a little bit more about yourself and also what you do um, at Autopus Network in Vietnam? Uh, thank you, Vivi. Um, hi, everyone. So I'm Joe. Um, actually, I'm, I'm Vietnamese, but currently I work and live in Finland. But actually, now I am on a tour in Vietnam to sort of like uh, connect to the uh, our short IT development house and uh, introduce to them about the Oculus Network and our accelerator program and also the uh, development training program. So my, my, my job uh, as Octopus is uh, um, in charge of the, the BD, like business development, and uh, specialize in uh, the Vietnam market. And I, I, I see huge potential and uh, the Vietnam market is grow, growing really fast. So that's what I'm doing. And uh, nice to meet you all. Back to you. Baby. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Wow. That's very interesting. Like really, I think Web3 is is a, a place without, you know, we bring down the borders and everything. So everyone is so, is just so, so global. But um, I, I really, you know, I just really meet a lot of people like Joe, who's from Vietnam and they've been super international and they've been working in a lot of other regions as well. So, um, and they definitely would like to, to learn more um, about what, what Joe's experience and what he learned doing all these BDs in, in Vietnam. And we also have Chasey, who's, um, who's actually based in Canada right now, but, um, but he's leading the developer training program in, in, in the region, uh, not only in Vietnam, but like the, the primary focus is in Vietnam, but he's also doing it in other regions as well. So Chasey, would you like to tell us a little bit more about yourself and also um, what do you do in Vietnam? Hello, Willie. Uh, hello, guys. Uh, I'm Tracy. Uh, yeah, I live in Quebec, Canada, and uh, I'm at the developer training lead. And we have uh, like uh, a lot of uh, uh, training courses in different regions. Uh, 
uh, that's for sure. Vietnam, uh, Vietnamese training is the 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 like the the best one till now. So we have three batches, and we also have uh, like uh, Indian training, Malaysia training, and uh, other trainings as well. So um, and for the recent like this two years, I also mainly focus on uh, gamify research uh, this project. So uh, I I did a lot of uh, evaluations about uh, about the uh, gamify projects, uh, also including uh, the or accelerator programs as well. Yeah. So uh, that's great. Um, yeah. Yes. I'm pretty so... good with uh, having this uh, <laughs> this uh, conversations with you guys. Welcome, yeah. welcome. Yeah. So probably later we can talk about uh, since you you've been doing the uh, developer training in several regions, then you can tell us the differences and, and what you see um, on the ground in Vietnam. Um, okay. okay, so thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Uh, we also have, actually, we also have a, a special guest and um, Buri from Autobus Accelerator because um, Autobus Accelerator is working very closely with the entrepreneurs in the region as well. And actually, um, like from the summer and winter batch of Autobus um, Accelerator, there are many projects from Vietnam uh, either participated and even won the Accelerator Stars Award and received grants from the Autopers um, Networks grant. So um, we would like to also invite Uri to say a few words and just tell us a little bit more about um, the Accelerator program and and yourself. Hello, thanks, Vivi. Um, hi everyone, uh, I'm Wuri. I'm the manager for the Octopus Accelerator program. Uh, it's so good to be here to see some old friends, uh, Horizon Land, Gable, Yogain, uh, just to make uh, Kinson, uh, who else is here? Uh, let's see, let's see. Yeah, a lot of you. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry if I missed you, but um, yeah, these are all uh, graduates of the Accelerator program. Uh, the goal of the Accelerator program is to build a network of uh, Web3 startup founders and to help them uh, on their journey, whichever stage there are. Uh, we are accepting applications for the winter 2022 batch. It's our fifth batch and uh, everyone's welcome to apply. Um, so there will be video lessons that goes through uh, some fundamentals of Web3 startup building. There'll be live seminars, uh, I think it's nine or 10 for the next batch. And uh, at the end, um, there will be a showcase day. And if you're lucky enough to win showcase day, you become an Octopus Star prize recipient and you will get a lot of support from the Octopus core team. So I'm sort of like the, the incubator, the accelerator part of the Octo Octopus network uh, team. And uh, once we have identified projects that has uh, potential to be an app chain, uh, then the rest of the Octopus network comes in and like Vivi and, and uh, Aaron and Mike, everyone comes in to help these projects succeed as a Web3 startup. Uh, thank you for inviting me, Vivi. And, uh, and it's so good to see everyone here today. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Wuri. So this is really like a really fun panel with a lot of old friends getting together and, and, and share uh, insights. And also for the um, friends in the audience, uh, hi everyone, thank you for coming. Um, 
So after the discussion, we'll leave time for free discussions as well. So um, if you have questions and or, or you have anything to share, and feel free to raise your hands and, and also we'll invite you to the, the stage as well. So, okay, let's kick off the discussion. Um, I would like to give our first questions to, to uh, Dr. Dean. We will talk about the amazing crypto situations in Vietnam earlier, and obviously you are at the front line. And what do you think are the fundamental reasons behind this boom? So basically, what is driving this growth? Could you sum it up for us? Uh, yes, uh, thank, thank you, you. Vivi for uh, your uh, question. Uh, so there are multiple reasons, uh, right, leading to the result we see this day about the crypto owner in Vietnam. Uh, so the first one I would like to highlight is that the Vietnam has a young population. So with over 70% uh, under 35 with, uh, with the internet coverage and the mobile devices uh, over um, 75%. And most of them love the tech and is really sensitive with the technology as many of them as Gen Z, right? And the second thing is that the IT is one of the most notable industry in Vietnam GDP, contributing to Vietnam GDP. So we have uh, over 1 million people working in this sector and have around uh, 80,000 new graduate IT students every year. Uh, so maybe everyone, maybe many people know that uh, Vietnam is in the top five globally of the software outsourcing, top six uh, worldwide in the developer skill and top uh, 13 in the digital nation. And the third reason is that the, the government is uh, open and has no, no, no banning. So it means that the government is not too restrictive uh, and not uh, like, uh, for example, Russia or China, right? So blockchain uh, and in the government side, the, the technology side, the blockchain is uh, highlighted as the top five prioritized technology uh, in the national level. Uh, for industry 4.0 uh, by the request by of the Vietnam Prime Minister. And the last but not least, uh, a high percentage of Vietnamese use uh, social network frequently. So you can see that uh, they easily get the, the social uh, network effect to try the crypto, right? So so this is some of the reason I think uh, uh, behind the number, yeah. That's great. Um, so four ma major reasons and one is the a lot of young population and second the IT infrastructure is pretty mature and also government regulation is friendly and also a lot of populations use um, social media global social media which is um, actually um, matching the younger population because young people are very uh, active and um, prone to learn new things right so but right. I would like to I would like to um, just focus a little bit more on the governments there, like like you said, right? You said, I think you you said it very correctly. Unlike its neighbors, like China, for example, the Vietnamese government is actually pretty crypto friendly. And so, could you tell us a little bit more about, you know, what is why the the why is the difference? What why is why is it different from like say China or some other countries in the region that? that chose an, a different approach when it comes to crypto? Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Vivi. So I uh, would like to provide some uh, status of the Vietnam government currently. Uh, so currently, uh, generally, uh, in Vietnam, we have no regulation uh, yet for the crypto. Uh, so the government not too open, but not also not too restrictive. 
So everything is still under investigation and study. While we are also looking uh, at how all the country do with the crypto, you see. So, and uh, from the um, uh, 2017, uh, the the government have a legal framework for crypto uh, will be created, uh, and the detail following the decision uh, one two five five by the Vietnamese uh, Prime Minister. And this decision approved a plan to develop a legal uh, framework for management and for handling the virtual assets and digital currency as well as the virtual uh, currency. And a few proposals to regulate crypto were put forward uh, in November 2018, but no decisions were made. The report indicated that the Vietnamese regulator did not share any common view on how to regulate cryptocurrency. So everything's still under investigation, under study. And recently, according to the government report on the implementation of the decision uh, 1255 uh, in, 2000, in 2021, uh, the Ministry of Finance uh, established a study group on the crypto assets with the aim to make the recommendation on the legal framework uh, for the supervision of the crypto insurance and trading activity, uh, but uh, no decision made yet. And on the other hand, on the other hand, about the technology, uh, the about the tax. The second thing is about the tax. The Vietnamese tax authority also show an interest in taxing income from trading cryptocurrency. So we have one case uh, in the Ministry of Finance in one instance guided for the. Uh, department of the task in the Ben Chia province, one of the province in the uh, south of Vietnam, that a Bitcoin was the good. And the trading of the uh, which subtract to Vietnamese of that tax. But from that time now, um, no decision still uh, re related to the crypto tax is made yet. So, and about the technology side, the blockchain is highlighted as the top five uh, prioritized tech technology uh, in the national level for industry 4.0 and blockchain currently used uh, by several uh, government organizations like a uh, ministry of uh, education uh, for diplomas and certificates uh, storing and currently in many top IT company in Vietnam these days also have a blockchain team and the reason behind uh, uh, the the positive uh, in the kind of government because we, uh, we we also consider a blockchain have both sides positive and negative and uh, we also see the promising uh, the potential of the blockchain technology that and Web three that can change the many things uh, in the in the um, uh, social as well as the economy so uh, we really carefully to study and has not very much. Uh, uh, restriction on on the on the crypto market. So uh, this is one of the positive why people think that uh, Vietnam is one of the the crypto friendly uh, country. And for me myself, I currently also in working with the government uh, to uh, to make the Vietnam national blockchain strategy. So we we are currently develop a national level strategy to uh, for the, this uh, technology. So you can see that, uh, yeah, what's going on in Vietnam and what's the, why the reason people think that uh, Vietnam is a crypto-friendly uh, country.
Mm, interesting. I think from what we see, even though a lot of regulations are still um, to be in enacted, but no, it's like almost like no news is good news, right? So if they're not doing anything to against it, and it's already showing the, the support, right? Because crypto and Web3 are, are the new things, the innovations and everything. If, if, if you, I think just giving it the free breathing space is enough for the um, for the entrepreneurs and and also like 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 you said you're working very closely with the government to to basically to make regulations and everything that shows the attitude that the government is embracing it rather than some countries like China they just kind of want to ban it or stop everything so I think that from this side it is already a very positive sign for for, for, for crypto entrepreneurs and web3 entrepreneurs Thank you. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and also we have, like, like we said, we have a lot of entrepreneurs in our panel today, and uh, from Vietnam, obviously, and and very interestingly, a lot of them are from um, in in the GameFi um, space. So we know that AC Infinity is very active in the region, and so so I would like to ask all the entrepreneurs in the panel. Um, so what? are the advantages for Vietnamese companies when you start out as entrepreneur when it comes to uh, blockchain gaming and developing and also go to market and um, what are the opportunities you see? And who would like to take the question first? Maybe Hannah? Okay, so um, from my point of view, I totally agree with Mr. Dean about the encouraging environment that Vietnam, Vietnam uh, government are having us to start the web to build or, or entrepreneur to build and follow our passion. As yeah, so yeah, let me sum up some point from Dean. We have uh, in Vietnam we have uh, the internet, the number of internet users is more than seventy percent of total population. And the mobile connection is more than 115 million. is equal to 100 and maybe 53 percent of our population as well. And in in Vietnam, we have a highly skilled and motivated labor force. That um, we 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 are the top hub for young talent. So we are capable of grabbing change quickly. Also, the policy. The political stability and fractioning economy also help us to um, to feel safe and feel confident to uh, follow our, our our business and yeah uh, focusing on developing and growing also build our community in Vietnam. That's my opinion. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So. Um, I know that, for example, in in the Web two era, and I, I'm I'm just setting the comparison, and for example, entrepreneurs in China they work very hard, like nine nine six, right? So they they work from uh, nine a.m. to nine p.m. Um, and six days or even seven days uh, per week. And yeah. so, what are the situations in Vietnam? Are, are, are young people or, or Web three entrepreneurs working very hard as well? Um, yeah, it's same in our team, but um, we we work at uh, a company, so we also have 
a calm zone for people to take rest. So it's not like uh, work from the early morning till the end of the day. Okay, got you. Yeah. Okay, um, so um, Peter, would you like to, to, to share your views on being an entrepreneur in Vietnam and what are the advantages and also opportunities that you've seen? Yeah, I'm really uh, pleased to do that. So uh, I think I agree with uh, Hannah about the uh, um, a large amount or a large number of labor sources, uh, human labor, I have to say. So uh, there's one thing that many people haven't known about Vietnam yet is that the high quality of builders and developers from Vietnam. I have to say that thanks to Axie Infinity, uh, Vietnam builders have been inspired a lot to build their own unicorns. They, they are trying to contribute to the strong development of Web3 gaming. And in Vietnam, right now, we have a lot of great builders, artists, game, blockchain developers, game studios, and things like that. And I think that this one ha hasn't been heard about much. Uh, uh, I think this deserves more attention, I have to say. So as a, as a startup from Vietnam, I think that the uh, Gabo team needs to take advantage of this. I think that our team should take advantage of this. Uh, calling out high quality game studios to launch their game on Gabu app chain so uh, uh, we can build a stronger gaming platform altogether. So secondly, I think uh, another advantage that Vietnam has is the community. Uh, as you can say that uh, the crypto ownership in Vietnam is more than 20%. I agree with that because Vietnamese community is top active in cryptocurrency trading. Um, so they are really quick on the uptake and they follow the crypto trends really quickly. So our country, I have to say, is a truly potential market that many Web3 projects will want to reach. So a large user base, a large, really large user base, I have to say that. So Interesting. Yeah. 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 Like, I think it reminds me of uh, uh, Dr. Dean says, you know, the younger population, uh, you have a lot of young population and then also people use a lot of social network, right? Global social network. And those people are very, uh, very sensitive to new trends. And like crypto is one of it. And also um, I've seen a statistic which says 70% of the Vietnamese population are unbanked. So meaning there's a huge potential for people to embrace crypto, you know, an alternative yeah. to the traditional banking. And so they don't need to go from changing the habit from having a bank to crypto. They could just embrace crypto. So a bit similar to, 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 to the Chinese, um, you know, like when, when China goes from, to the mobile and a lot of people don't have computers so they don't need to change from from computer to mobile they just use the mobile directly so it just reminds me of that that synergy um thank you thank you peter so um let's hear from from um tang from your game what is your what is your situation being an entrepreneur and um and you are also i know that you gain uh, has been using social media to promote your app as well to the wider audience and and how is that coming along uh, thank you so uh, about the vietnam market uh, currently when we do the marketing research we're seeing that not just the the, the advantage in the, the, the development and resource uh, i mean the labor resource but also from the trend in the train in the country I mean, the Finnish country now after the COVID-19, the people spend more time uh, working from home and then they also demand to do the Finnish at their home. 
So uh, we, we, we can see the trends are not just in the crypto to adapt, uh, uh, I mean, to, to, to in the crypto market, when the people are adapting to the new technology, they also invent more on the technology that benefit their life from other perspective, like payment, fitness, uh, or shopping, or TV show. So uh, I uh, enter the, the Vietnamese people is very quick, and uh, I mean, uh, they adapt uh, very quick to the new technology, and they also uh, so, uh, prefer to work from home rather than uh, going to the office and uh, talking with the people. And, and, and that is the things that we, we, can, we can catch the trend and benefit uh, uh, by, uh, empower, by implement uh, crypto in the, the, the implication, not just for Finnet, but also for other uh, the, the sector of the, the Finnet. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And, and how about how Hung? Yep. Um, okay, so um, there, there are uh, not a lot of reasons why certainly entrepreneurship is uh, going up uh, very hard in Vietnam and all the previous speakers have spoken of all the very good reasons. So now I just want to add one more uh, aspect is that uh, the entrepreneurship is not only about um, uh, technologies, right? It's also have to uh, take into consideration social and economic situation at that particular place. and. Uh, fortunately, in some area of Vietnam, like Ho Chi Minh City or Hanoi, like metropolitan area of Vietnam, we see the social and economic uh, situation and standard of living of young generations uh, are significantly lifted over the past five to ten years. The, that translates to a um, uh, positive things that people don't need to worry too much about bread and butter, right, day to day. Uh, pay uh, jobs so that they can get the payroll to make their end meet. So they, they have more uh, uh, freedom regarding to the financial aspect of their life in comparison with uh, 15 or 20 years ago. And this freedom allow them a uh, area so that they can just do some innovation, being creative and, and impart uh, on something that pay off in the long run. And I think that is also a, a good and a very essential factor uh, to contribute to the situation of entrepreneurship, speaking up especially in the Web3 and NFT and game fee and cryptocurrency kind of uh, uh, startup. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Uh, yeah, I, I want to follow up with, with, with you because I, I, I like your point that you, you, you look at the overall um, the economic and social environment and obviously it, it also related to government's um, government's attitude towards Web three, and it seems the uh, even though Vietnam is still like ideologically, um, like ideologically is still a um, socialist country like China, but I think I I've read um, a lot of reports saying that Vietnam is opening up, and people compare it to China in twenty years like twenty years ago, and with super fast growth and also um, government's attitude is very friendly. So um, I would like to ask you, do you, do, you, do you think, you know, like the supply chain also shifted from, uh, from China to Vietnam? Has that played a role in the booming in Web3? Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a very good question. 
And uh, so the, I, I just want to uh, voice in a little bit on the ideology kind of aspect, right? I don't think Vietnamese and Chinese uh, kind of situation are socialist, uh, fully socialist anymore. Uh, if you look into that, there is a, 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 a flavor of capitalist, uh, capitalism going on, which means uh, startups are allowed to develop as fast and as much and as powerful as they can. And then they can reap the benefit from that grow, and then they maybe share that benefit to the wider community. And that is like a, a, a spirit of capitalism, right? And then we see that in China, we see it in Vietnam now. And uh, because of that, because of that, as a COVID uh, si uh, situation broke uh, worldwide and supply chain moved from um, China to Vietnam, as you just pointed out, I think it, it's, it's a good um, factor that contributes to the overall economic and uh, startup, uh, sorry, so social status here. And it also attract a lot of uh, foreign investment, foreign uh, attention onto this country. And with that, not uh, because like foreign investment and foreign attention onto this country, basically from the supply chains aspect and factories kind of aspect, and then it span out onto uh, tech startup as well. So I, I think uh, Web3 um, specifically and tech startup in general benefit significantly from the shift of whatever it might be, uh, supply chains or factorizations or like uh, manufacturing uh, from China to Vietnam because that is all the as on, uh, on they are all aspect of the economy in general, right? And when and, and they are all yeah. intertwined, interconnected. And one things go up, it's going to pull the in higher sphere going up along with that thing. So I think it, it, it's actually a, a good a good uh, correlation over there. Interesting. Yeah, I I think that's really a good point that people. Um, if they're not uh, from the region and they want to know more about it, really, like I think there's a lot of um, similarities between uh, China and, and Vietnam in terms of ideology, and then also like the, the, the shift from the kind of so-called socialist socialism to already actually with a lot of capitalism and everything, uh, different aspects of capitalism in the um, in the system already. And okay, so I think um, I would also like to ask um, and Joe and Joe comes from um, Vietnam, but has been living and working in Finland and other parts of the world. So um, Joe, I'm just wondering from your perspective, you compare the Vietnamese um, entrepreneurs to entrepreneurs in other countries or, or the regions that you've been to, what are the the qualities or the, or the characteristics that stand out? Uh, yes, thank you, Vivi, for that <laughs> question. So um, I must say that for all the for the other um, industry, maybe like Vietnam, uh, we are a bit behind. But when we were talking about crypto and, and NFT market, then I think that well, in the Vietnam market and uh, Vietnam entrepreneurs. They are they are all qualified and basically uh, can see at the same level at at other uh, investor and also other entrepreneurs uh, where where I have uh, the chance to visit, for example, like uh, in 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 Europe and in in Finland in general. Okay, and I think like all of all of you from um, in the panel today, you all speak very good English and very global, very 
brilliant entrepreneurs. And uh, I, I know that this has been generalizing, uh, but is it how is it the situation like, for example, like on top the, the the younger, especially the younger generation, how how global or how well they speak English? And, and, and could anyone just just give us a pick us a picture? Yeah, I, I could say uh, very much uh, because I, I have firsthand experience uh, on this. Uh, just a couple of months ago, I was uh, teaching a course in universities, like for first year freshmen in university, they are 18 years old. And I gave them an assignment so that they have to read up on some topic in English and make a presentation in class with like uh, 30 people in English. And surprisingly, every single of them make a good uh, uh, preparation on the material that they read up all in English. And then they make a very good presentation, not only in the content delivery, but the confidence uh, via which they, they they speak up in a room of 30 strangers. So that, that is the, 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 the very surprising uh, things for me because like 10 years ago, I was in that same situation and I could not do the same thing that they are doing now. And I consider myself a, 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 a not so bad student, right? Because uh, so uh, uh, the situation for younger generation in Vietnam, and this is, this is a generalization because uh, <laughs> not every aspect of Vietnam, it's only in Ho Chi Minh City and Hanoi, Obviously. I'm confident. Yeah, the yep. first tier cities, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's amazing. The, the, the younger generation now is not only they are good in English, they are also good in communicating and presenting themselves, which is uh, all the um, uh, po more power to them when they engage in entrepreneurship later on. Yeah, that is my first-hand experience from me, and I just want to Thank share you. with yeah, you. Thank that, you. Yeah, that's very, very good. And, okay, so I would like to also ask Tracy, because Tracy is originally from China and been working um, in Canada and working with a lot of developers and entrepreneurs around the world, and, and Vietnam is one of them. So, Tracy, I would like to ask your perspective on working with all these entrepreneurs in, in, in Vietnam. And from your perspective, because you understand the ch how Chinese entrepreneurs are and also um, other parts of the entrepreneurs versus Vietnamese entrepreneurs. And, and what are the things that impress you the most? And when, why, why do you think you know, Web3 is so, um, so popular in, when it comes to, to the, the, the human factor, the, the people factor? Um, not not about the, the the bigger environment, but if we're talking about entrepreneurs per se, what is your what 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 is your perspective on this? Uh, well, I <clears throat> I investigate a lot of uh, projects uh, from uh, different countries, but like mm. um, yeah, so um, Vietnamese projects like they are like. Mm, <laughs> I'd say they're they're like well developed. Um, like usually, like they will uh, all their uh, their like their their uh, pitch uh, pitch They are including a lot of uh, like new things, and also they really have their products that you can try instead of uh, just give you a uh, like a vague thing like you don't even know what's included. So yeah, and. Uh, so you mean they're yeah. very solid, basically. When yeah. when they present yeah. your your project to you, it's not, it's not like just a PPT. It just it's not just an idea, but something pretty solid and and backed by like like 
like yes, building exactly. a lot of building um underneath. Okay. Yes. Cool. And how about the entrepreneurs kind of spirits there? The entrepreneurial uh, spirits. Are they are they as hardworking as the Chinese entrepreneurs and and or like the entrepreneurs in North America uh, in comparison? Uh, I mean, obviously, sure. we'll, like be they're, they're... Uh, we'll be generalizing because each team is different. <laughs> but but just talking about the impression. <laughs> yeah, for sure, it's uh, it's uh, they're all like hardworking. They uh, take a lot of efforts in what they're doing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I I also heard in some conversations and and I heard that like the Vietnamese government's attitude is okay, uh, because in the Web two in in the internet companies are all like owned by foreign companies and everything because being Americans or Chinese and and they're all foreign big companies and but in Web three, there's a chance for smaller countries like Vietnam and then they want to catch up, and I think that is a really good. Right, it's it's a very That's good right, opportunity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like uh, uh, Dr. Dina would like to also ask you because you invest and you, um, you 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 are you you looking at a lot of Web three entrepreneur projects, right? To to invest and to um, to work with. So, what are the criteria that? Um, what are the good projects that you will invest and and also. Um, Maybe just some pros and cons. So we don't want to just say the good things, but like so the, the 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 good things about entrepreneurship in Vietnam and also the challenges um, in 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 this region. What what uh, what what's your view? Uh, thank you, Vivi. I just want to add one more sentence about what Tracy and Vivi discussed before. Uh, as for example, for many young Vietnamese like me, right? I have been working in the foreign country around the world in America, in Korea, in 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 um, in Australia, um, and I, I, my background I have been working in um, in web two technology, and, and that's right. Uh, most of the the, the big uh, web two technology companies is uh, from a foreign country, and we have a dream. If I don't know my old dream, or we can call it if if Vietnam. Uh, dream to have our name in the technology in the world, and Web3 is one of the opportunity for us to do that, right? So for, for Web2, for AI, for IoT, we, we yeah, we have a, uh, we actually, we, we go uh, quite, uh, have a, a gap, a big gap with the, uh, China, with America, right? So with Web3, we have a dream to, to catch up uh, for, at the world level, uh, so we can try to be the top country for one of the technology, and blockchain is one of the thing. And uh, for the your one of the question uh, about the uh, entrepreneur or startup in Vietnam, uh, what's its advantage and what is the the challenge? Uh, so uh, I would like to answer that. Uh, yeah, we have a, you can see that in Vietnam we are one of the top five country about the IT outsourcing in the in the software industry around the world and uh, we have uh, the, the large number of the developer uh, actually most of that from the web 2 developer we have been working in uh, for, to, to develop the software for, for all over the world so and the labor cost in the country is quite cheap so you can see that we have an advantage uh, to compete with uh, other projects around the world by 
by by uh, by the the capital, right? We we can need a smaller investment uh, for the team for the human resources, and uh, yeah, and the, all, m- most of the the developer are really young. They they have a, a high energy. They can work hard and they can uh, try to produce the the um, the good product for 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 for, for the industry. Uh, so that's 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 one of the reasons many uh, venture capital uh, around the world want to 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 uh, invest in the Vietnamese startup. And another one of the another reason is uh, one um, another advantage is that uh, for the local market, uh, for Vietnamese market, right? We have uh, around the population is around uh, ninety seven million people, and so this is one of the the the, the huge potential for any startup. Uh, to enter in Vietnam, including the local staff, right? And for the challenge, uh, so media quite many challenge. So you can see that uh, currently most of uh, the crypto or Vietnamese staff, staff still have to register uh, their uh, company uh, in 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 other country like uh, yeah, from more open country like uh, Singapore, like uh, Hong Kong or like uh, 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 in, in in Dubai, for example, and and another challenge is that uh, most of the web two web three most of the web three uh, developer is uh, just just the web two developer recently switched into the web three, so they need uh, more time to have experience uh, to build a more long term project. So that's one of the reason. Uh, um, uh, we are trying to investigate in the, the education and training. Uh, there's currently there's no official there's no official uh, training institute um, uh, the training program for the web three developer uh, in the university yet, and we are one of the uh, of the organization uh, doing that. And uh, recently, uh, we we are. are uh, uh, try to help the several university, including the Vietnam National University, uh, to develop some uh, training program uh, for the developer. Uh, so in this way, we try to uh, have a solution for the disadvantage. Uh, so how to uh, employ the talent and have a um, uh, very uh, kind of the, the the official training program to make mm. to help the, the developer to improve their skill and. Hopefully, for the next one or two years, we have a more and more uh, uh, excellent developer to, uh, to make the more high-quality high project for, 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 for Web3. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I think in order to have more solid Web3 projects, we need the builders, we need the developers. And I, I know that you're also working very closely with Autoverse Network in the substrate training program and the developer training program in universities, etc. Like Tracy, for example, and so I think these are all very important steps. And also, um, I would like to to ask you, and then I think probably is the last question for everyone, and then we open the floor uh, for our audience to to ask questions. And so, how how about the funding situation and um, for the Web three projects? And Dr. Din, you are an investor. So probably you can shed light on uh, on the situation and how easy, for example, also for for your fund to to find LPs and because Vietnam is still uh, a a little bit under the radar compared to, for example, like Silicon Valley and other parts of the world where a lot of money just just flood there. And do you see 
um, do you see such situation when it comes to funding? And also I would like to ask the um, uh, entrepreneurs to share um, what is your view in terms of funding? And then, um, and also um, just, just don't be shy if you're looking for funding or, or if you would, would like to, um, to give some more opportunities for, for funds um, around the world and let us know as well. So um, uh, Dr. Dean, would you like to just quickly um, shed light on this situation? Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Vivi. So, uh, so funding is one of the important uh, aspects for every startup ecosystem to develop, right? And as a venture, we are looking for many high-quality projects for funding. And yeah, so uh, crypto and Web3 projects are many, right? but high-quality is, is still considerable number. So uh, we are trying to, to uh, instead of just looking for, for investing, so we are currently build up the incubation center so that we can uh, have... Uh, uh, the, the developer team to employ and uh, help them just advise uh, advise them in business and many aspects so that too we can build a better team uh, for the uh, for, for us to invest and uh, we also collaborate with uh, many uh, venture capital around the world uh, to invest into uh, the, 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 the potential startup and uh, for the funding and startup program uh, recently I lead the uh, blockchain hub. So from this year, uh, the Vietnamese, uh, the Vietnam Ministry of Science and Technology will have a, a blockchain hub, and I'm I'm the head of the hub. Uh, in the hub, um, one of my role is to try to uh, building up an ecosystem uh, with the Ministry of uh, Science and Technology for uh, the venture and for the startup team uh, in Vietnam and around the world uh, to to build up in the Web3. Uh, uh, Vietnam market. So one of things uh, from the government side, I can work with the government and try to uh, support more and more uh, startup team, not just in Vietnam but also around the world, so we can have a better funding uh, uh, environment for a startup and have a better training program for the startup to help them to uh, get to success e easier. Yeah. Brilliant. And I think it's important not only provide funding, right, as an early stage uh, Web3 fund, and also like GFS um, Ventures, and you also provide a lot of trainings and other supports, ecosystem support to almost like incubate those projects and to help these projects to go to where they want to be. Um, and also, okay, so um, how about all, um, all the entrepreneurs in, in the panel? Would you like to just uh, quickly um, tell, tell us your your major milestones and and whether you're looking for funding and how is it how is the situation uh, like for you? Let's start from Hannah. Yeah, so uh, currently we are building on BND and AppChain um, at the same time. So yeah, of course we we have we need the funding because we have uh, built a team and developed this project for almost. Uh, nine nine months and yeah, uh, until now it's still the our own research and the the grant from Autobus uh, Accelerator Program, but now we are looking for more funds to to uh, build and to do the marketing and to ready to be launched. So mm. yeah, so at present we we also are applying the the near grant. And yeah, this is very, very nice. And yeah. I think Horizon Land is, um, is a really solid project that already won the Artverse Networks grant. And so 
if anyone who's um, any investors in the audience and and um, if you're interested in game find projects and and you could probably uh, follow Hannah um, Twitter and then just 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 reach out and also um, yeah let's just share um, like Tan and Peter and Hung because we have um, we're running to the end of the program but we, we probably we're gonna extend another 10 to 15 minutes for the audience and just would would, would you like to quickly sum up like your major milestones and um, what would what would you see yourself in say in 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 the next three to five years or even longer all right um, thank you Vivi um, I'd like to uh, say something a little bit so Gabu AppChain uh, recently applied for the Octopus Accelerator program for 2022 so we uh, were one of the five winners from the program and we received a grant from the Octopus Network team so uh, at the moment, we are uh, at the phase uh, where we prepared everything to begin the fundraising process. So with the support, with the close support from the Octopus Network team, uh, we are uh, heading for the Q4, which is uh, uh, when we will launch the testnet version of Gabu AppChain. And uh, from now to Q4 this year, uh, we also process we'll proceed to the uh, uh, fundraising part. And we are looking for the investors and we're looking for VCs and ventures to uh, help us uh, build the most uh, fully decentralized gaming platform uh, for gamers. So, you know, the, the Gabu app chain not only offers a, a game hub uh, that just shows and displays the information of the games, we also offer and uh, we also have the products that can help players uh, swap the tokens, cross chain swap. Uh, buy in-game in-game items, buy buy or sell NFTs, uh, trade items, trade tokens, uh, also staking, new farming, and things like that. So everything uh, that players need when they play a game, we offer them all. And I'd like to uh, give the mic back to you, Vivi. So thank, thank you, you thank you, that. Peter. Definitely, I think um, Gable is one of the most. I, I, I think with a lot of potentials and so um, really wish you a lot of luck and okay um, let's hear from uh, Dr. Hung yeah uh, thanks Vivi so basically uh, Octa Network got a few grants from uh, ICB and from uh, Octobus Accelerator Program uh, we are heading to a equity offer via a, a fundraising via equity offer that's for the fundraising part for the uh, development of the product uh, we have that the test nest up already and we are long, we are going for the mainnet uh, real soon and we have a decentralized id as one of the first uh, application that we focus on and i think i think the id is uh, decentralized id is a, a a major component in web3 so that that is our milestone that's wonderful yeah a lot of great features and and Wish you all, all the all the best um, with the mainnet launch, and would like to hear more about um, about it. And for everyone who's interested in those projects, please um, feel free to to follow our entrepreneurs um, in in the panel: Horizon Land, um, Yugen, Gable, Alter Network, and 
um, just really watch out for their wonderful progress ahead. And okay, uh, Tang from UK, uh, would you like to share your milestones and uh, where you see yourself in, in, in the next three to five years? And right now we are focusing on the new app and also enhance the UI, uh, the boot for the yoga, yoga player. Because it is uh, I mean, uh, we, we, we do try to do, do it in the web too, when you first, when we get the customer and we the good product before reaching out to the investor. Uh, just like that, the web I have done before. And uh, in the queue, uh, in the QR, we are focusing on the launching the app on the App Store and Google Play Store for the people to pack it in freely and uh, they, they will become more familiar with the product. And then we'll be sending out all the report to the, the, the uh, investor and also our top become traditional equity offering. Uh, so that is basically the, the strategy we will implement in the, few, uh, in the fourth quarter of the year. And uh, we hope that in the coming years we will uh, integrate more sport, uh, like uh, road skipping or maybe uh, uh, do some push-up uh, for the people uh, to join and uh, to, to make yoga become the leading platform, not just uh, 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 supporting yoga. Interesting. Yeah, we would like to try your app as well. I think it's very interesting and being a yogi myself and, and I, I think it has a lot of potential. And I hope that it could it could really uh, reach out to more uh, users outside the crypto circle and to the major major adoption. Okay, so thank you, everyone. So now we would like to open the floor for our audience. And if you have any questions, please feel free to raise your hand. And just let me know. Um, I think previously I've seen some. Some people raised their hands and maybe they not. Now they left. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, um, today we we discussed really a lot. We explored a lot of aspects of uh, Web three in Vietnam, and and thank you so much for all the audience and and a big thank you for all our guests who shed light on the topic for us. So if you'd like to know more about Web3 and Web3 in Vietnam, especially feel free to please follow all our um, guests today from, from GFS Ventures, from um, Horizon Land, Ugain, Gable, Otter Network, and obviously Otterpers Network and the Otterpers Accelerator. Um, and also the Autopress Accelerator's winter batch is coming up soon. So um, if you are building a Web3 venture, uh, venture uh, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want any support, and we are all in this ecosystem together. So feel free to follow us and reach out to us and tell us uh, what you think. And thank you so much for joining us today and hope to see you next time. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Vivi. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice day, everyone. Have a nice weekend. Have a nice everyone. day. Yeah. Yeah. Bye.
Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.